0: Nintendo, you sure know how to excite us all. The Nintendo Direct uh, announced, well, a fair bit of stuff. This was a delightful presentation that showed off just exactly how awesome the Nintendo Switch is. Do I talk about it too much? Of course I do. Am I going to apologise? No, of course not, Um, but I do want to go over some of the games that were announced, some of the things shown off, and uh, there are a few that I want to spotlight as well. But uh, first and foremost is some of the big announcements that were made right at the beginning, uh, kicking off with Pikmin 4 getting a new trailer. It looks adorable, it looks very much like it's in a playable state and wasn't lost in a fire. Joke for anybody who uh, who doesn't already know. Uh, and also is due to come out on the 21st of July this year. It, it looks great, honestly. Uh, Pikmin is already a great game as it is, but uh, this one just looks like it's really amping things up. And I'm here for it. I am absolutely here for it. We got a little bit of news on Xenoblade Chronicles 3, uh, getting vol- volume 3 of the expansion pass. Um, there is also going to be, obviously, volume 4. There was a little bit of information about the story, o- uh, story scenario coming out on that. Oh, and Samba Amigo is getting a new game! <laughs> Samba Amigo Party Central will be coming to Nintendo Switch this summer. Which is just insane. It really is. It is wild to me that a game that I really enjoyed the first time around, actually, is is getting a new version for this generation. Sure, absolutely. Why not? Uh, Marvellous Entertainment, who you probably know that I'm a, a bit of a fan of, uh, also announced that Fashion Dreamer is coming out at some point this year. Uh, it It's it's a fashion game. It looks great. Pretty interesting, it's marvellous entertainment, I I really don't know how to tell you that it's going to be good fun. And on top of that, they announced that on the 6th of March, a piece of DLC will be uh, coming out for Dead Cells called Return to Castlevania. Leaning fully into the Metroidvania sides of this uh, wonderful roguelike, they, they just decided, hey, why not actually make Castlevania content? And again, I'm definitely here for it. The Nintendo Direct carried on strong, because we got to see some games that we were, in a way, excited for and expecting, but also some surprise hits along the way. Most notably for me, there was Tron Identity. Biddle Games is taking their own twist on Tron. Uh, Tron, which is honestly something that I'm very happy for it to get any spotlight whatsoever. It is an awesome series of movies. Yes, I'm counting all of the movies as awesome. Uh, And on top of that, some of the games that we've had for it already are pretty good. Um, Yes, I'm also including Kingdom Hearts in that because that did have a Tron world in one of the games. Don't judge me. I, I know what I like. Um, and, I, I, I'm so excited to be able to say this on air, Ghost Trick Phantom Detective coming this summer. If you never played this the first time around, it was a an obscenely fun game uh, in which you are dead and you are a ghost that goes around performing little tricks inside objects, in essence to stop murders. Uh, it, it's, it's just wild. Uh, It is great fun, it is stylish, and any chance for this to get a remaster is definitely going to be a good in my books. Then we got into some of the weirder stuff. Um, I, I I really didn't know how to take this. Level 5 is releasing Decker Police, uh, which is coming out this year, which seems to be an unusual uh, police-style game. You, you are the law enforcement of this land, except set in, like, this weird virtual world. I don't know. It looks cool. It looks very silly as well, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, again, very much down for it. And on top of that, Bayonetta. Uh, you'd think, hold on, there was only just a Bayonetta game. That's because Bayonetta Origins, <laughs> Cherza and the Lost Demon, is uh, just entirely different to what you'd expect. It is a sort of cutesy little game. Uh, it's coming on the 17th of March, and it seems to be a little bit more of a sort of puzzle-style game uh, than anything else. And again, I just I can't fault it. It, it looks good fun. Fans of classic Splatoon will be pleased to hear that Splatoon 3's new expansion is coming very, very soon. Uh, the first wave, which will be launching this spring, uh, is going to be featuring Inkopolis, the famous center. Uh, For the the classic Splatoon fans, Uh, it will feature some memorable faces, some memorable shops, and most importantly, a new string of bits and bobs. There's some new missions to play along the way. Wave 2, however, is what's intriguing me. It is a new story-based piece called Side Order. Doesn't really give us any more details on that, except for the fact that it looks wonderful uh, and will be launching later. Yeah, vague, I know. Either way, it it looks awesome and any extra story stuff in Splatoon is going to be worth it. They have done so well when it comes to DLC in Splatoon, they really have. Oh, also there's a new Disney game. Uh, Illusion Island, which is uh, Mickey Mouse and Friends basically going into a, a, a I want to say basically a, a classic style uh, Mickey Mouse 2D platformer, um, that will be coming out on the 28th of July. It's really stylish, actually. It's not the kind of designs or anything I was expecting. Um, But I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm, I'm gonna be saying that an awful lot here, aren't I? Fire Emblem Engage got a little bit more news on its expansion pass as well. Uh, They showed off some of the new characters that you'll be able to get as emblems in the game. Uh, There's nothing sort of exciting if you're not already a fan of Fire Emblem. But I am, and I'm excited. Something that came out of the blue for me was Harmony the Fall of Reverie in the Nintendo Direct Showcase. This was a a new game from the Life is Strange developers Don't Nod Entertainment. Uh, It is an unusual-looking game coming out this June, which seems to to have sort of an air of spirituality and, you know, uh, communicating with the gods and trying to change the world for... Better or worse. And, again, I, I, I don't mind games that try and push the boat out like this. One of my absolute favourite games of recent years was Paradise Killer, which was a game about investigating an island that, quite frankly, was very empty, uh, and finding clues to find out who, who done it, somewhat literally. But it was just weirdly designed, and all of the characters were really flamboyant, and, you know, all of the world-building and everything like that was was just so, so out there. Uh, I, I'm, again, very much down for that kind of stuff, and they, they did a sterling job of that. Don't not Entertainment are going to do a sterling job of this, I have no doubt as well. But anything that pushes the boat out, anything that just just tries to do something different and stylish is always a win in my books. But I have to admit, this was something that was slightly overshadowed by the next announcement in the form of Octopath Traveler 2, uh, specifically the fact that a demo containing the opening hours of the game is available now. It looks great, it's another Octopath Traveler game, so I know I'm going to be enjoying it, no doubt. Um, But again, as much as I am excited for it, there was something else that had my attention, something much more burning, something much more important to me in my heart of all hearts. Specifically, Wheel of Katamari re-roll plus Royal Reverie. Uh, this is a uh, another sort of remaster slash remake uh, of the Katamari games. This time, Wheel of Katamari, which was arguably one of the best. Katamari games of all time. It even let you roll up all of the stars. That's just, just awesome. What else do you want me to say? Uh, I love Katamari. 2nd of June that is coming out. Um, I, I, I want more Katamari in my life. When is the next Katamari game coming out? Make more Katamari games. We've seen very little of Sabotage Studios' Sea of Stars, a turn-based RPG in a sort of retro style, Uh, but the Nintendo Direct showcased this a little bit more. Uh, It is launching on the 29th of August, and they just kind of shadow-dropped a... a uh, free demo to go with it as well, so if that's the kind of thing you're into, then d- get in it straight away. Uh, I have already got that downloaded, and I'm very excited to, uh, to to dive into it. There is also a, a brand new fle- free-to-play air hockey game uh, called Omega Strikers, which seems to be playing on the idea of just, just a little silly multiplayer game, uh, it, it's gonna have the usual stuff you expect in a free-to-play game, I have no doubt as well. But it, it seems to be about, you know, three-on-three three battles in this air hockey-style setting. Uh, each of the characters have different abilities, that can do different things in the course of a match. Um, it looks fun, but again, free-to-play is a phrase that scares me nowadays. Not as much as the world of Etrian Odyssey scares me, because who, boy, if you've never played this series before, it is terrifying how easy it is to get lost in it, and I don't mean that as in, oh you'll get lost because you're enjoying it so much, although that will happen too. Etrian Odyssey is a game about drawing maps also taking part in battles as well, but mainly drawing maps. It is a game series that uh, originally for the DS, of course, uh, I think this was actually a piece of the sort of like a download-only 3DS software, um, but Etrian Odyssey Origins, which is a collection of three games, uh, specifically the three Etrian Odyssey games, uh, will be coming on the 1st of June. I am so, so excited for this. They have already announced the price for it. It's a bit steep, but by the same respect, you're getting three games for it, so I can't complain too much. Uh, What I can complain about, though, is the fact that if they are doing this with the Edrian Odyssey, are they going to do it with Persona Q and Q2 as well? Because they should... Because they're awesome. We've got some interesting news in terms of uh, games that we, we kind of already knew about as well. Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp has finally had a new release date after it was delayed. Uh, the 21st of April We'll see this one coming out. Very excited for that one. Um, I'm saying that a lot. I know. I'm just excited for all of these games. Uh, Kirby's return to Dreamland Deluxe, however, was a little bit more of a shocker because uh, not only is the full game, you know, coming out as it will on the 24th of February. It's also going to include a free additional epilogue, uh, which will follow one of the characters from the game in their own little side story. And on top of that, this side story is going to have its own new mechanics and everything. Uh, So it's going to be vastly different from what you actually expect from the game. Uh, And I'm really keen to see how it plays out, because it feels like they really are trying to do more with Kirby and I'm here for it, but also I am terrified of Kirby. Now, I could go on and on about some of the games uh, that are coming out and there are a couple of them that I'm going to give their own uh, own space to shortly but I just want to spotlight a few of the other games that were announced um, there are a lot of games, things like Master Detective Archives Rain Code uh, which is the new Spike Chunsoft title coming out on 30th of June an investigative series that also has some dungeon crawling elements uh, GameCube RPGs uh, Bad and Kytos 1 and 2 coming to Nintendo Switch in Summer um, called Batonkaitos One and Two HD Remaster. There's also going to be a brand new Level Five Fantasy Life I, the girl who steals time. Uh, level Five really know how to to, to throw a good game together. That's coming later this year. And because they don't like to leave us hanging, Level 5 also announced that a new Professor Layton game is in the works. We know nothing about it, but we do know that it's called The New World of Steam and has a cool trailer with Professor Layton appearing in it and some steam powered machinery as well. Now, there are four things that I haven't talked about that were announced in this, and that's because I kind of want to give them a little bit more space, a little bit more breathing room. First, and probably the biggest, the best of all of this, is the fact that Wave. 4 of the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe DLC uh, is going to be coming out soon and will feature one of the greatest characters ever made, Birdo. Birdo's coming to uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and that's awesome. I, I'm, I'm dead excited to drive around as Birdo. Why not? Um, I just kind of wanted to throw that in there because I didn't want Mario Kart to feel bad alongside such greats as um, Metroid Prime. Okay, we didn't get news on Metroid Prime 4, and that's not brilliant, I wanted to see a little bit uh, about that, sure, but that's because I'm selfish. So selfish, in fact, that the first thing I did when they announced Metroid Prime Remastered was shut everybody out of the room and play it for 15 hours straight. Okay, that's a lie, I didn't actually do that, I've only been able to play about an hour of it so far, but hoo boy, this isn't just a remaster, this is more than a remaster, this feels like somewhere in between a remake and a remaster, it's not just a case of, oh, some of the textures have been polished up, this feels like something that isn't quite ground up, but has definitely been reworked heavily. If you get chance, uh, it's definitely worth seeing some of the comparison footage of the original Metroid Prime on GameCube and Metroid Prime Remastered. And trust me, as soon as you see this, you will want to get this game downloaded. On top of that, it's only like 30 quid, uh, which, is, which is an absolute steal for something like this. Uh, th- th- there's no doubt about that. I was just so shocked that this one came out, uh, and if you want to get a physical copy of it... 3rd of March they will be releasing it, but for now you can get the digital version right this second. Uh, they did also show off... Uh, I know, it's the big announcement at the end of the presentation, but this isn't the biggest one for me. I do, however, want to mention the fact that Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom looks awesome. It is coming out on the 12th of May, and it's got a lot of extra stuff going for it. It feels like they, they really want people who exploited every aspect of the physics engine before to be able to, you know, really mess this one up as well. It, it looks great, it looks like it's going to have a deep and engaging story just like Breath of the Wild did, but it also looks like it's going to play into some of the sillier aspects of it as well, and I am down for that kind of nonsense. I've arguably saved the best for last here, because while, you know, the new Zelda game looks brilliant, and Metroid Prime Remastered is undeniably a solid game, it is it is top-tier game remastering work, The Game Boy and Game Boy Color games available on Nintendo Switch Online are where it's at. Oh, Not just that though because alongside that expansion pack members can get Game Boy Advance games right now as well This includes uh, Game Boy games such as Mario Land 2 six golden coins Tetris Yes, the classic Tetris uh, the Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX. So the best version of the game for that as well Uh, You'll also be able to get Game Boy Advance games such as Mario Kart Super Circuit Legend of Zelda Minish Cap, you know the best one Uh, Uh, And there's also a Mario and Luigi game on there as well, because why not? This is a big point for me, but not least because, finally, VINDICATION. They have announced that one of the games that will be coming later down the line, one of the games that will FINALLY make its way to the Nintendo Switch, even if it is a port on the sort of emulated version of it. Yeah, fine, I don't care. Golden Sun is making its way to Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Packs Game Boy Advance Collection. And for me, that is the highlight of the Nintendo Direct.